Yeah. And we're Chelsea. live. Sweet embrace. Uh, yeah, uh, why you lying to me? Smile and say hi to me. You, you, you got jokes? Boy, this ain't no comedy. You spend my life like a backwards economy. I'm about to teach you a lesson. Walk up to psychology. I'm a brand new man, I hope you understand I'm trying as hard as I can, let go of my hand Pull, Pulling me backwards into Neverland But I'm telling you, I'm pushing up forever I better man, you just Alright, and how's that for an intro? Thank you very much for joining us This is Franco with AOTV And today I'm being joined by a very special guest My dear friend and also a Christian rapper Um... Derek Haynes, and he goes by Chosen. So, Chosen, welcome yes. to thank you, thank you, thank you welcome to the podcast room. That was what you just heard the beginning. It's his song. Uh, please do tell us a little bit more about how you came about uh, with rapping and rapping. How Whoa. that song came to be. That song, um, it was just you know beat and writing, but um, how rapping really came to be. I actually, to be honest, I never thought that I had the talent to really rap. Mm -hmm. um, I was working um, at a church um, at this time doing like janitorial work. And I get a phone call from like a really close friend of mine. Okay. And she was working at a school with who uh, was not yet, but who is one of my best friends. Right. Um, and there you she, go. <laughs> uh, she was like, hey, he's looking for a rapper. Can you send him something? And I was like, yeah, I'll send them, you know, one of my poems or something. And I did. Um, I sent him one of my poems and we kind of linked up. And then I actually started rapping um, on one of his songs for his album. Um, mm -hmm. And after that, I just, you know, found out I had the talent to rap. So okay. um, the process of that song was really just him laying down the beat and um, me writing the words. And right. That was, that was it. But, yeah, because I know you from high school, but... Uh, I, I never recall you ever rapping unless I wasn't around. But when when did this rapping thing begin for you? In that moment. In that moment. That okay, moment so at it was church so with you, a phone call. So you hadn't rapped in high school, right? No, you, I didn't rap in okay. high school. Yeah, because I, I, I would hear because obviously we were in ROTC together. We've uh, spoken about this in an uh, un on uh what is it called we 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 never put that podcast up because mm. there was a lot of names and a we lot of people a we lot mentioned of names. <laughs> lots of tea that was spilled and and we don't <laughs> want to just throw that out there so that that is pretty much uh, unpublished at this point and maybe we'll never get published yeah, donate and you'll get it yeah there you go <laughs> become one of our contributors hey i hadn't mentioned that but now that you mentioned that <laughs> so we we did we were in rotc together and and i never uh, knew this artistic side of of i call him haynes i go by his last name uh, but obviously today we're referring to him as chosen so i never knew this until just what a few years ago that you got into this. Yeah. Well, it wasn't there in high school. I wrote poems, you know. Right. Um, and even and then, I didn't even know that. Even Well, even then, my poems were kind of like Roses Red, Violets are Blue, You're Real The cute. typical. The typical. I want to date you. You know, like it was just really <laughs> simple, simple writings, you know. Like right. Every line was a rhyme. It just was, you know, very simple. And then um, I really don't know how I got into writing complex poetry, um, but my poetry became uh, more complex. I used bigger words. and. Um, I, you know, it wasn't like every line was a rhyme. It was like a story that I would tell. Right. And um, I just kind of found that talent. You know, one day I was sitting down, I was just writing and it just flowed out, you know, and um, 
But the rapping thing, like I said, I didn't know it was there, you know? Um, right. There are many things that go into rapping. You have to be able to flow. Um, you have to have rhythm, one, because you have right. to be able to follow the beat. Right. Be to- it is an art. It is an art in itself. I, 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 before, to be completely honest with you, had no appreciation or no care for rap music. Um, but now that I understand that it is an art form... Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't like the rap that just is nonsense, bunch yeah. of bad words and and just really dumb um, lyrics. And, and it's just about obviously sexualizing everything, drugs, women, yeah. all that stuff. So I still am not a proponent of that. Um, but the kind of rap that you do, uh, you also do freestyle, right? <laughs> yeah, he actually made one where um, if you guys, those of you who are listening, if you know there's a very – popular dish called pupusas it is salvadorian so shout out to all my salvadorian peeps listening Uh, he made a whole entire rap about pupusas and i thought that was pretty impressive while while playing the acoustic guitar by the way he ate pupusas before we did this podcast i definitely did i definitely did if i remember the name of the restaurant i would give a shout out but i completely forgot the name but then again you weren't completely satisfied i wasn't you know what and she's listening um i'll just let you know you did not put enough so cynthia please next time no, here her name is not yeah, Cynthia. I'm totally is, kidding, is, guys. We wouldn't throw her name out there. That's crazy. We wouldn't throw out her name. So Rosie, next time you yeah. make these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that to Maria. Most definitely not. No, no, so most definitely no. Anyway, so I wanted to to ask you a few questions. Yeah. Um. Now that I have you here. So I like to ask some tough questions. I hope you came prepared for this. I did not. He did not. Okay. No. And and. To be completely transparent with you guys, I did not prep him. I did no. not ask him. He didn't even know he was going to be recording today. Nope. I thought I was going to He just thought he was going to come and just, something, you know, yeah, just do a few things on the know, computer. Here's, here's and what happened. It. He said, hey, we're going to do a podcast and I'm going to interview you. And I was like, well, can I have the questions so I can prepare, write down some speaking notes? And he was like, no, no, you can't. So. Uh, if this goes terribly wrong, you probably will never hear you this. You'll probably never hear this. <laughs> but I, I presume it will go well. Um, and again, all to keep the integrity of this, I told him I would not be giving him anything ahead of time. And again, he didn't even know that he was going to record today. So At all. here we are. So um, anyways, well, we'll start off nice and easy. Don't okay. worry. I'm not okay. just going to hit you with, you know. Curveballs right up front. What is the meaning of life? <laughs> what is the uh, meaning Jesus. of life? <laughs> so, um, okay. So going back to the way that you uh, discovered your gift of rapping, we can mm-hmm. say, um, you partnered up then shortly with a close friend of yours, yes. Leon Holly, who, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, he is the the founder of Sweet Embrace Studios. We can say yes. that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he is definitely an amazing person and uh, haven't, I haven't shouted him out, but Leon, if you're listening, uh, we do appreciate everything you did for us since the beginning. Uh, we're very grateful for you and everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to put that out there. I'm very grateful for his life. I met him definitely. when, um, when Derek was about to get married Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Leon was his official best man. Um, and me, well, I was just, uh, some guy who was just really close to Derek all the whole day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you were we, more than that, but, <laughs> a little more, you know. but we were there and, and the day before we hit it off really well, Leon and I, we were talking about cameras and videos and all this stuff. Here's what really happened. <laughs> okay. So I've got one best friend in one life another best friend, another part of my life. And when I finally introduced them, 
they started texting each other and calling each other and hanging out without me. And it was kind of weird because like, man, like these are my best friends, but my best friends and our friends with each other and just kind of kicked me out the group. So Derek would Derek would call me and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm right here with Leon. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I like, was yeah, about I'm, to go hang out with him right now. <laughs> he's like, I'm at the studio with Leon. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Nobody sent me an invite. Leon and I were supposed to be at the studio. <laughs> Yo, you know, you and I are supposed to hang out tomorrow, and Leon and I are supposed to be at the studio today. Beat him to it though. So you were talking about Leon and kind of explaining how Oh, are you were you done with that? You didn't finish the question. You just kind of okay. went off into the shout out. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so going back to my question, we're new at this. Anyway, um so going back to the question, so how did he uh how did he fit into the music production and and like even because obviously the beats and the and the sound making were his, correct? Yes. Right. And then you flowed off of that. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you guys collaborated and mm-hmm. came up with the song that you guys just heard uh, as our intro. So how was it working with um, Sweet Embrace Productions, Leon? Um, how did it work for you guys? It's actually a good experience. Um, funny thing is, there are, I want to say about three, four, five songs before that one that you will never hear a day in your life. Unpublished. And... The reason why is because it was just kind of me trying to find myself and my flow and um, working with Leon. The thing about Leon is he's he's the kind of person that wants to see you succeed and he'll give you every tool he, he has at his at um, at disposal so that you can succeed. And um, that was just that was the entire time of me working with him. He was like, hey, you know, Derek, listen to this rapper, listen to this song. Check this out. You know, he's like, you're good. You have a talent, but you have to and you have to uh, improve your talent, you know. And just from taking his advice and listening to other rappers and how they, you know, how they rapped and this and that. And um, coming together, we would take we would do takes of um, of different songs like over and over again. So that way I'd be able to find my studio sound. There are two different sounds that I learned um, two years ago. Um, you've got your studio sound and you have your live sound. Uh, and both of them are completely different from your normal sound. So I had to find my studio sound and in return, I had to find my live sound and see how that mixed well with my my normal sound. Yeah, because there are some artists who they go live and it's absolutely terrible. It is horrible. It's yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So, and that's the problem when you don't have the talent, but you have the look, but you don't have the talent to back it up. Then you get put out in the real world and it's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. So definitely do have to have the talent to be able to do it live. I think. Yeah, definitely. It's a, I've done one concert and that was with Leon for his, his album release, his first album, um, the notebook, uh, the Notebook. Yes. yeah, that's the name of the album, the first album. I'm going to go ahead and shout it out. A little old, but, you know, if you want a copy, let us know. And we'll uh, we'll definitely hook up with Leon and see if we can get you a copy. Um, this first album, he had a concert. And that was my first time ever doing any live performance with rapping. And um, it's kind of nerve-wracking at first. You know, it's nerve-wracking. Of and then you get up there, and it's like, it's super exciting. It's a rush. When you perform live, whether it's rapping, singing, or whatever it is, like when you perform live, it's a rush. And when I got off the, like I got on the stage and I had nervous jitters, and then I got off the stage and I had like the adrenaline jitters. Like I was just like, ah, I gotta go again. Like let's, I don't even know the next song. Let's, <laughs> You're like, up there. I don't even have the next song, but let's do this again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and it's a great, it's a great experience. And like you know, like you said, I just want to thank Leon too um, for giving me that opportunity and that chance because um, without him. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to hone in my talent um, right. with rapping. 
Yeah. Right, and I think it's important to, to as you, you grow in an industry or even just as a person, I think it's very important to, to thank the people who helped you, mm -hmm. you know, get there because we're all on somebody else's shoulders. You know, we're yeah. all on the shoulders of giants, as Sir Isaac Newton said. Um, and, and it's very important to stay humble no matter how low or high you are in the industry. That's irrelevant. Yeah. Humility is something that, that just has to be there, I think. Definitely. Um, nobody likes arrogant people. Nobody likes people that think they've got it all, you know, figured out. Mm -hmm. um, and the reality is none of us do, Not you know. All. So we, we have to be real about that. So um, this leads me to my next question. When, when you rap, what do you rap about? So for me, um, it's positivity, you know. Okay. Um, I try to send out a positive message. And that's kind of the music I listen to alone. You know, you've got different styles of rap. You've got different styles of music. And for me, I feel like the world is just filled with negativity when it comes to music. It's just so much out there that's just so negative. Um, and that just not only is it negative, but it also brings people down, whether it be women, whether it be an entire culture, um, whether they're talking about, you know, whatever they're talking about, it just bring it brings it down. And I think that... Um, the music world is not saturated with enough positive music. Mm -hmm. um, so it mainly it's positivity, but I also rap about God, you know, um, and what he's done in my life. You know, I, I only rap the truth. I can't rap about living in the hood. You know, I, I grew up in Colton. That's not the hood per se, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it was a couple of fights here and there, but it's not like, I, right. you know, I had that choice to either join a gang or, you know, what else, you know? Right. Um so I can't rap about the hood. I can't rap about smoking weed and doing drugs and all that extra stuff because that's just not my life. That's not what I do. Um, I rap about the truth. I rap about the blessings in my life that God has given me, um, whether it be my wife, whether it be my son, you know, the friends that he puts in my life, Franco, Leon, um, Sarah, Jill, Katie, you know, like whoever it may Dang, be. shout outs left and right. You know, I just, I got to <laughs> put him in there a little bit, you know, you close people to me. Definitely. But, um, like whoever it may be or whatever it may be that God has blessed me with, you know, I have to share that. I have to rejoice in his name because without God, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. Right. And, and you mentioned something very important. You say that you rap about the truth. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you this. What is the truth? The gospel. Okay. And what is the gospel? The gospel. <laughs> <laughs> the gospel basically states um, that we are all sinners in need of a savior and God gave us that savior in Jesus Christ. And because of his death on the cross, he defeated death. And now that we, through him, we can have eternal, eternal life with God in heaven. That is the gospel. The good news. The good news. That is correct. That is the gospel that we believe and we preach. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd like to ask you another question. Yes. So what about those who do not believe the truth that you say is the gospel? Mm -hmm. What about those people? What about those people? Yeah. But, what if someone denies the truth that you are speaking? What is the consequence or what is what happens to the people who don't believe the gospel? Well, straight as it can be, you know, it's it's hell. Can I say that on the podcast? You can, can say I? that on the podcast. Well, this, I mean, this podcast is dedicated to speaking the truth regardless. Yeah. yeah and you know, it's, it, that's just, that's just what it is. 
you know, and God gives you many opportunities. So what about Muslims though? What about Muslims? What about, um, people of other religions? They've heard the truth. That's the thing. You take, um, the Muslim or the Jewish community and they believe that Christ is not the Messiah. Christ is not the savior, but they've seen the truth. The truth is there in front of them, but they choose not to believe that truth or follow that truth. And, you know, unfortunately that's just how it is. You know, if you do not profess Christ as your Lord and savior, there is no atonement for you because Mm -hmm. that's the only key. He is the only way to heaven is through Christ without Christ. You can't get into heaven. You have no key into heaven. You know, there's no bridge that leads you from this life to heaven. So when you deny Christ, you deny that opportunity. And, you know, that's just not, that's on you. You know, um, there are many, there are many chances in life. People get many chances in life. Um, whether it be people coming to them and ministering to them, uh, witnessing uh, miracles that happen in your life or just the wind in the trees. God gives so many signs of his existence and God sends people to let you know about Jesus Christ. And like you said, other religions, the thing about other religions is they all know about Jesus. They all know about Jesus, but they choose to say that Jesus is not the Messiah. Completely agree. And and that's where I think uh, Christianity separates from everyone else. Mm-hmm that everyone else does believe that Jesus was here. Mm -hmm. Um, For the most part, all the other religions do agree on that, that he was a historical person. However, where everything tends to um, go a different route is whether Jesus was God in the flesh or not. Mm -hmm. That's where everything becomes distorted. Some will argue that he wasn't. Some will argue that he was just a prophet. Some will argue... um, that even he was fully just man and that Mm -hmm. he fully emptied himself to become just man and was not God Mm -hmm. until he was in right relationship with God is is what some people are saying. Mm -hmm. But obviously we know, biblically speaking, he was fully man and fully God this whole time in in this, um, on earth. Um, And I think it's very clear in Matthew chapter seven, verse 13 and 14, it says, enter through the narrow gate, for the, ga- the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life. And there are few mm-hmm. who find it. So that's that's a that's a reality that we all have to come to terms with. Um, and that Jesus is the gate. He is the only way. That's it. There's none other. And I think Derek made a, a very clear point that he is the only way he is the perfect sacrifice. He is the one who atoned for our sins and because of him, we have hope. And that's a beautiful story of love that the love that God has for us to send his only son to die for us. And, and that's, that's beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. Um, with that, with that, with going on that same subject, um, there's been something that's been happening quite often in the artist world um, and I had a conversation with a friend about this, but how do you feel about the people who don't want to be called Christian artists? They just want to be called an artist. Why separate yourself? That, that, that baffles me because okay. it's God who's giving you this gift. Why not be labeled as a Christian artist? You know, um, now, there's two sides to that. 
You have okay. those that don't want to be labeled as a Christian artist, and you have those that don't want to be lab- labeled as an artist just for Christians. Now, the one side is I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be labeled as a Christian artist. Um, I'm not a Christian artist. I'm just an artist. The other side is, yes, I rap about God. I'm a Christian artist, but I'm not just for Christians. I'm for everybody. Um, so you got the two sides of the spectrum there. Um, and on the left side, as we should say, um, Sorry. The left side <laughs> the left side would be the people who just yeah. don't want to be associated exactly. with Christianity. Period. I, for those that you know can't see us, of course, I'm using hand signals. Right, right. So I'm off. I'm elaborating on what he's saying. I'm translating <laughs> it for you guys. He's um, he's over here playing charades and, and I'm 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 pretty much interpreting what he's he's doing here. <laughs> so on the left side, um I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Like, why, why are you separating yourself? You know, God is giving you this gift. He's giving you this ability. He's giving you this platform. And I think that's the biggest thing. You have a platform set for God and for you to, to share the gospel. And you who call yourself a Christian don't want to share the gospel because it's not popular. Yeah, of course. It, the, the world doesn't the, the world hates all things that are of God. Mm-hmm. We know this. And um, I, I think, well, you can go ahead and finish what you were going to say unless you, you're already finished. But, That's it. Okay. So I, I completely agree with you. Um, I think we're Christians first before anything. I think we're followers of Christ mm-hmm. before anything. I would rather be known as that than to be known as anything else that people could label me as mm-hmm. any, any other label, um, apart from child of God, Christian, mm-hmm. Christ follower, whichever one you want to call it. Jesus freak, Jesus freak. If you want to say that, um, I think that is better to be associated with the King of King, Lord of Lords, the creator of everything. I think that's better to be associated with than anything else that this world could offer. And, and I, and I, and I really, yeah, I know you're, you're going to say something, but before you say that, just hold that thought real quick. I just, I can't believe that people, I, you, you mentioned two spectrums and I understand clearly what you're saying, but I just think like, Hey, before we are anything, mm-hmm. I think we should be very thankful that we are his children. That we were chosen by him, called forth by the father to the son. And, I don't, I don't see what's any better than that, unless obviously you're trying to get more of an audience. You don't want to, you know, offend anyone. But to me, that, that is just something that I'd rather be a Christian before anything. Um, and if people don't like that, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, go find another podcast. Go find. Um, but you know, this is who I am, and and I'm very grateful because. By God's grace, this is where we are, you know? Um, I don't have the exact Bible verse with me because, you know, this was popped up. Um, but if <laughs> one of you can help me find that sure. verse that talks about um, when God says build the temple or build the house and he will supply the people. That's a paraphrase. I'm killing that verse right now. But if somebody can um, <laughs> find that verse for me. Um, and what I mean by that, like why, why I brought that verse up is because you're when you become famous or whatever and and again i'm not i'm not famous and my goal is not to be famous so i'm not talking from a personal um point of view uh, i'm talking on the entire thing is is when you become famous 
not everyone's going to like your thing, your stuff. Not of everyone's going to like your music. Not everyone's going to be into rap. Not everyone's going to be in a country or rock or whatever it may be. Yeah. And then you have the different versions of rap. You have gangster rap. You've got um, mumble rap now. You've got lyrical rappers. You've got party rappers. Like you mean, you've got all these different types and um, of rappers and all these different types of singers. And why not be the Christian rapper? Why not be a Christian artist? Your, your people, your uh, target people, is going to be a Christian population. Uh, uh, sorry, a Christian population, which mm-hmm. is okay. But you have to remember that. If your music stays the path and speaks the gospel, it can also be used as a testimony to reach other people. Of course. Like for me, um, the way I got into Christian rap was, you know, um, living in the world and listening to different things and different music. You know, I got saved and I tried to continue to listen to the same music, but it kind of like dawned on me what they were actually saying you know i got saved and like three days later i was trying to listen to little wayne and he was like yada 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 something 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 the lollipop and (laughs) (laughs) and i'm listening to his music and i'm like wait what he did what with who you know and like it killed me i was like whoa 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 why am i listening to this you know why am i filling my brain with this and i'm like at that time i was like man i I got to drop rap. Like, I love rap. Rap music is beautiful to me. Like, I love it. I love the poetry behind it. But I have to drop it because I can't find any clean music. But because of the Christian artists that aren't afraid to call themselves Christian artists and 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 rap about God and about the gospel and about the blessings in their life or just speak positivity, because of them, now I am able to listen to the genre of music that I like to listen to, you know? Um, right. I like to work out, you know? And I can't just work out the gospel music or contemporary Christian. That does not work very well, <laughs> you know? You know, I can't right. lift weights to oceans. It doesn't work, you know. So for people like Andy Minio or Trip Lee or even on the other spectrum, um, uh, Thousand Foot Crutch, you know, like all these people that have taken genres and put a Christian stamp on that genre or not even just a, not just a Christian stamp, but like a positive stamp on these genres so that those that are trying to live right and listen to the right things in our lives that mm. we have that that opportunity to listen to the music that we love. You right. Know? Right. And, and, and that's, that's true. Um, I recently heard this, um, this, this person who is going around with um, missionaries that are from high schools. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about um, encouraging people who are afraid to get out there and use their talent for God. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that what, what he was mentioning is um, he himself said he didn't want to also be labeled as a Christian artist, but just an artist. Mm-hmm. And he was encouraging others to pray and ask God to use them. And he was telling them that they don't have to they don't have to consider themselves a, a Christian artist and kind of like pushing that, like, don't be afraid to just kind of go this route. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have to label yourself and this and that. And I'm and I'm just kind of like, why are we getting to this point? Why why are we becoming ashamed of the very power that saves us, the power of God? And why are we being scared to be associated with the name above all names under mm-hmm. which the Bible says under the only name under which man can be saved? Mm-hmm. Why why do this to why is this happening in society? Mm-hmm. What is your take? What do you what's your your opinion or why unfortunately we live in a trendy country 
you know, a uh, little backstory when I was, um, I think it was in middle school, I had accidentally bleached my pants. It was my first time washing clothes. I accidentally mm-hmm. bleached my jeans <laughs> and they were blue and white. And I walk around with bleached jeans and I was teased to the core for wearing these jeans. Of course, my mom was like, oh, you bleached those jeans? You got to wear them to school. And I was like, no, mom, please, no. <laughs> like, no, you so, got to wear them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was like, I wore them and with I went to school <laughs> and I had bleached jeans and I was teased to the core. I promise you, not even a year later, I forgot who did it. Some famous hip hop artist or rapper came out on yep. stage with bleached jeans yep. and everybody had them. And the same yeah. people that teased me to the core. They were now wearing bleach jeans. They were jeans. now wearing yep. bleached jeans. And they didn't make them themselves, right? They no, went to go buy it at, at a store. $60, $70. <laughs> at a store when you could have come to me and I would have washed your clothes I and you would have had them for <laughs> But what I'm trying to say there is that, unfortunately, we live in this because of media and the way media plays things now and the access that we have to the Internet and the access that we have to the world. We live in a trendy country. So when people see things that their favorite artist does or whatever, they want to follow that trend. And that trend comes from popularity. Of course. Right. All right. You get famous. You become popular with your audience, your your fans, and they start to follow what you do. Now, whatever it is inside of our mind um, as human beings, we just we love to be popular. We love yeah. to be followed. And it's the sheep mentality. <laughs> yeah. The sheep and mentality. These artists are saying, I'm not okay with the small crowd that I might get from Christians. I want the big stage. I want that stage. And if it's meant for you to have that stage, God will write that in his will for you to have that stage. But if it's not meant for you to have that stage, it's not meant for you to have that stage. You've been given a talent, like you said, from God. And God wants to see us use our talents for his glory. God didn't give you a talent to use it for other people. God gave us talents to use it for his glory. That's why God gave us these talents. He wants to see us use these talents in this way. And God gave you that talent also to, to be a blessing to others or to be a t- right. or to, to, to use it in your life as a testimony. And that's I think that's the thing that people are missing. Yeah, I'm talented. I can sing. I can rap. I can do whatever. But am I using my talents for the right reason? Am I using my talent for God? And they really run far from that because it's, okay, now I'm talented. I have this talent. And now there's this, this me mentality where I did it myself yeah. and I need to grow myself and i can do this without god i'm not a christian rapper but how i'm not i'm not a christian i'm not a christian singer but how do you say that you're a christian and you're a singer if you are something that is you right if i say i'm a christian i'm a christian if i say i'm a singer i'm a singer so why am i not a christian singer you know why can't i why, why why do i say that and the thing that really gets me is these same artists want to go into industries and sign up with record deals that are going to tell them they can't talk about Christ. They can't talk about right. God. Right. And it's like, wow, now you've been muted. You have this stage, this platform that God has given you. And when God gives you a platform, it's bigger than anything that the world can possibly give you. And right. you've been muted and you've been silenced. And now you're under the stage. You're under a platform of another company or whoever is mm-hmm. above you. And they tell you, you can't talk about God. Right. You can and, talk about other things, but you can't talk about God. And at that point, I think, why would you even get involved with that? That's that's cutting off, that's, that's cutting off who you are. At that point, it's not about 
God, it's about money. Yeah. At that point, it's about fame. It's about fortune. It's about being the next new thing, being the hottest thing, being the biggest name. At that point, that's exactly what it is. And it's it's a compromise that pretty much makes you a slave to the industry. Definitely. And the, I think I think if if that's the situation, then I think as men, anything that will prevent us from speaking what we believe. I mean, let let's be honest. Since the beginning of time, that's one of the things that we as men have this that we can give someone our word. We can mm-hmm. say something. We can debate about topics. And, and that's, that's what God gave us as men, you know, like we're able to discuss things. We're able to be real about it. Mm -hmm. We're able to discuss our opinions, what we believe. And for, since the beginning of history, men have gone back and forth talking about, oh, this is right. This is wrong, whatever. Mm. But, and to have that taken away from you and just say, okay, no, no, no. Forget about everything you think, everything Mm. you believe, uh, who you say you are. Uh, this is who we're going to make you to be. You need mm-hmm. to be this person. You need to wear this clothes. Yep. You need to give this image. And this is the message that you need to give this generation. Why? Why Why would you you do that? But again, it like you said, it, it just becomes one of those things where, well, I, you know, I want the fame. I want the fortune. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, everything that's being put out mm-hmm. by this record label, by the manager, whatever it is, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> and, you know, the funny thing is, too. Um, when you get in that mindset, um, it's like, okay, I'm doing this so that, and this is, what, this is what people tell themselves to make it okay. I'm doing this so that I have a bigger platform so I can reach more people. Yeah, that never and it's ends like, well. No, because once you <laughs> once you sign a contract and you say you it, it says you can't talk about God, yep, that is out the window. Yep, there's there's no more you doing this for God. It's impossible because you can't even. You can't even share a message because somebody, like I said, somebody is muting you. That's my favorite word today. Muting. Somebody is muting you. Let me go ahead and mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and that's, to me, that's amazing how people will take that. Um, I understand sometimes there are needs. Sometimes you're um, in a financial vine. All that is understandable. But again, it just comes down to who do you trust? Where is your trust in? Is it in the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. or is it in this world? And I think anything that makes you compromise your relationship with God, um, the fact that he calls all of us to share the gospel, to share the message of salvation, and for that to be taken away from you. But it's not taken away from you. You surrender that. You surrender. So let's be very clear about our wording now that now that we're, we're getting into this. It's not that it's taken away from them. It's mm-hmm. they sign it. They sign a contract and in return, they forfeit their soul. Pretty much. I mean, they're, that's, they're, that's it. In return, you're it, forfeiting it. To be completely real and blunt, that is what it is. So um, if, if you were presented with an opportunity like that, not just because you're on the microphone, but w- how would you go about it? I'm definitely going to take it. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, take it and then uh, fund this operation. It will, <laughs> will be your voice. No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, I, I don't think I'd take it. You know, um, if my mind is in the right state. Now, I can't. And this, I have to be careful with my wording because um, you can't tell the future. And I don't know what what the future holds, but I know if my mind is in the right place and I'm reading my word and I'm, you know, um, having my quiet time with God, I'm close with God and, and I'm where I'm supposed to be, I wouldn't take that contract. Now, if I allowed other things to enter my mind space and I allowed other things to persuade me, then I might. 
you know? And like I said, it's just where, it's just where you are with your relationship with God. Is my relationship with God strong enough for me to trust in God, to trust that he's given me this talent and he's going to open up doors and make ways for me or to trust that he's going to shut doors and close doors. And that's the thing that people don't want to see. You know, when you pray, you have to look for the yes, the no, and the not right now, because either God's going to say yes, he's going to say no and close the doors, or it's going to be like, you know what? You're not ready. And a lot of people jump before they're ready. They jump at opportunities that God has definitely closed the door on, but they find some way to unlock that door and they want that opportunity so bad. What was that? What was that analogy I had earlier? You had a lot of them today. So which one? And it's like a MacBook. <laughs> Here we go. It's like a MacBook. Here we go. Analogy the MacBook theory. is made to prevent viruses from entering your computer, but to get um, uh, that that software that the MacBook is trying to prevent to, from entering on your computer, you have to go through all these leaps and bounds just to get that software. You know that the MacBook just told you that it's going to present a virus on your computer. It's telling you don't do it. It's telling you don't do it, but yet you're doing these leaps and bounds because you want that software because it's cheap. It's some cheap software. You didn't want to get the real thing, so you buy the cheap one, and now you've got a virus that says, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> Every time you turn on the computer, you know? And it's the same thing that we face in our lives with God. And I'm going to be transparent. I face this sometimes too. God will close a door and they'll say, no, that's not for you. It's going to prevent viruses in your life. It's going to take your mind off of the path that I'm trying to set you on. And for some reason, what we do is we say, you know what? But I really, I really want that. What's behind that door? I really want to walk that path really quick, you know? And we we jump through leaps and bounds until we finally make our way through and we walk that path that God has told us not to and he closed the door. Um, where was I going with this? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sometimes we try to make a way that wasn't intended for us is yeah. what you're saying. So you have to trust in God knowing that he will provide the way. And... If you don't have that trust in God, that's where I was going. If you don't have that trust in God, then- A light bulb just went off of his yeah. head. So you guys <laughs> you can't that... see it, but it, it did. <laughs> you just have to trust me on this one. If you don't have that trust in God, then you're going to sign a contract like that, whether it be with music, whether it be with work. You know, um, Your job may ask you to do something that's completely against your morals. And you're going to do it because you want that money. Or you feel as though you need that money. Instead of trusting that God has provided you with everything that you need. And people don't realize that we live in a world. I, I'm sorry if I'm going on a rant, but we live in Go this ahead. world that gives us these material items and these material things in our lives. But if we strip those material things from our lives, God still gives us what we need to survive. Yeah. And it, that's what it ultimately. I mean, I think that in our lives um, here on earth. It's ultimately God shaping us up and preparing mm -hmm. us for when we are going to be with him in eternity, which is his promise. And obviously we don't get there by anything that we do. It's, it's all by grace through faith alone, nothing else in Christ alone and um, nothing that we can do. And, and while we're here, just like Derek was talking about all these things that happen and everything that even sometimes when we try to fight against God's will, um, Ultimately, we realize there's a reason for everything that that God allows or doesn't allow in our life. And that's the beauty about being in the Father's hand. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the beauty of us being in him and, and how he, he keeps us. He keeps us on the right path. We fall, we trip, we make mistakes. I've said this before. Because we are Christians, it doesn't mean that we are perfect. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, we are people who recognize that mm-hmm. we are flawed, mm-hmm. that we make mistakes, Say that, again. that we are sinners, we are flawed. <laughs> we recognize that we are flawed. We, I like that. We it's, recognize. It's we recognize it. We understand it. And we will be the first people to tell you, and I'm speaking about true Christians right now, we will be the first to tell you, hey, we are messed up people, but we have a God who is perfect and we believe in the atonement of his son, which has paid the price for our sins. And because we are in him, now the father looks at us as if we've never sinned because he sees the son in us. And that's the only thing that makes us different. Mm -hmm. That's it. Apart from that, humanity is the same. We're all wretches. We are all people who have no good in us, but because God, because he intervened, that's why today we have a chance at eternal and everlasting life with Christ, the only true living God. And that we want to leave you with that message. And, and I think um, Chosen here can can just kind of wrap it up and sum it up. Um, what And the last thing I'm going to ask you so we can end is what kind of message do you want um, your audience, this audience, or anyone who comes across you? What do you want your 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 life to speak to others? What is the main message you want to give to everyone who comes in contact with you? That's a deep question, isn't That's it? That's a deep question. <laughs> you took you a moment there. <laughs> went over some stuff, wrote a paragraph, <laughs> you know, rough draft, went over that. This is raw, people. Raw <laughs> as it gets. Um, what, what message do you want to convey to the entire world that comes across you message with my life yes so it sounds cheesy but jesus is the answer um that's that's the ultimate message you know i mean there are many 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 comma many as in small messages um that come beneath that mm-hmm. but ultimately i want people to see that i live my life for christ and that's the message that I give, you know, death to me, life to Christ. That's beautiful. Um, and if I can leave you with that message and if you get that after talking to me, or you get that after listening to something I wrote, whether it be a, a rap song or a poem or um, just crossing paths with me, then, you know, my mission for that second or that hour or whatever that may be, that mission right there is complete. Um, I think that's my only mission here on earth, you know, is to share the gospel, to spread the gospel, um, with, without that mission, I'm nothing, you know, without God, I'm nothing. And it's crazy because I know we're closing up. I'm sorry. It's okay. Go for it. Um, finish strong. Back to the, the people that don't want to be Christian artists. I probably said this a few hundred times, but without God, you don't have that gift. Yeah. You wouldn't have that gift. Yep. So why not use that gift for God? Why close that opportunity off? God is giving you a platform that you've prayed for, yet 
you've got your prayer and it wasn't enough. Why is it that what God has blessed you with is not enough? And we leave you with that note. I think there is no one greater that we can be affiliated with than the creator himself. No one greater. I mean, let's be real. His platform is greater than any platform that has ever been known. <laughs> he doesn't need one. He already is. It's like he is Lord no matter what. Mm -hmm. Whether you accept him or not is irrelevant to the fact that he is Lord. That's true. I, I actually heard this in a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, good theology in rap. Well, he, said, um, he said, if you believe in jail or not, there will always be a prison. Yep. And it's the same thing as, you know, yeah. believe in God or not. He's he still going to be there. I mean, he will be there. You deny Christ. You can deny him all you want. That's fine. But that does not make him any less real. Exactly. Exactly what I say. And I, I will leave you with this last thing. It's it, it, what we're talking about here. Um, you can say all you want that chosen doesn't exist, that he's not a real person, that somebody made him up. And this conversation that I've had wasn't even with him. But at the end of the day, here's the truth. He was here. <laughs> he recorded this podcast <laughs> and he will continue to live as long as the Lord allows him to. And he exists, whether you believe that or not. That is the same thing with God. He exists. He he exists with with uh, his his purpose is that we would be reunited with him, all those who would come to believe in the son. And that is a beautiful thing. That is an act of mercy. He didn't have to do it. Even if he hadn't saved any of us, he would still be merciful and loving and good. Amen. But he did it. And because of that, today we're able to have a relationship with him. And, and that is why we're here, guys. We're here to speak that. We're here to share that message every opportunity we get. If you're listening and you feel something in your heart or you've just been wanting to get to know the Lord, you know, just... Um, just pray and ask him, you know, ask him for forgiveness of your sins, rep repent, which means turn away and, and ask the Lord to, to truly take your life, to forgive you, to wash you and make him yours. And he will, he will not turn away anyone who comes to him, humbled, repentant and, and true. And if you have any questions about that, please feel free to reach out to us. Info's in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank Chosen, you. Thank, you. thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. We love you and we're very grateful for you joining us and we look forward to you know, doing more segments with you. That is it. We are done for the day and this has been Franco and Chosen with AOTV over and out.